I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I do like Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show prep? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad burning podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode 90 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I am Justin. I am Jody. And it's another episode, yay! Woo. Unfortunately, we don't have our kick-ass guest from last week. I know. Um, Damn, we it's, got a lot of feedback on that episode. Like, magic happened. I, I think the podcast needs a new host, and his <laughs> name is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely going to be a recurring guest, that's for sure. We've already He and I have already discussed this. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you have. No, just the fact that there's some follow-up we want to do still on, on the rest of the... Because like, they're going to go through stages. I know. As... I For a second there, I'm like, dude, chill it with the interview questions. Like, <laughs> like no, calm down. No, they knew they knew ahead of time that we were going to talk about all that kind of stuff. I and that's know. what it was about. So, and it, I had to kind of sort of keep it on topic because Justin and I kept like, you know... At one point, it was made, like there was an awkward silence, and we made it sound like the uh, almost like a key party type thing was. Yeah, so yeah, it was pure comedy magic. I, but I don't know about that because I went to my own bed and I went to sleep. <laughs> so yeah. if there was key partying going on, it had nothing to do with <laughs> it me. It was just the boys. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it was just, it was one of those things, I, I don't, that was the funniest part is that was the, only the second time I ever met the dude face to face. First time was when he uh, and he and Karen picked me up from the airport after mm-hmm. Disneyland. Um, but the guy is a riot. He is, he's really funny. And um, it, and he, it was funny too, I'm telling tell him like, hey buddy, you got like a, a lot of excellent feedback on your episode. He's like, no shit, really? What? And so, yeah. I know, he's, he seems to be pretty proud of himself. About right, right. Which so, is cool. I mean, yeah. he should be. He, he really has a, fa- uh, a, a voice face for radio. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> there is some truth to that. No. <laughs> um, like that radio voice. The broadcaster's like, voice. It's just yeah. so crazy. Yeah. So. Sorry, I, I still feel claustrophobic about my microphone. Like, I feel like I'm... No, it's okay. It's, it's right where it needs to be. You're good. You're good. Okay. So. But yeah, I and I... Honestly, I had a good time recording with them. Uh, we need to get Karen to speak a little more, but other than that, yeah, it was, you know, she's timid, she's, I know. She's always been a little quiet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have that. That was fun. And we're gonna, they're going to come back here in another month or so cool. and do it again. We just got to work schedules out because of the fact that uh, 
scheduling is scheduling is an diffi- issue, difficult. right? Yes, and we're with kids and in the alternating back and forth and yeah. and 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 um and then uh yeah, it's it's, it's been it's, it's, yeah been a week yeah right yeah my car tried to leave me stranded on the top of a mountain pass <laughs> that was that, that was, was an amazing. interesting text message um uh <laughs> bad. <Yeah. laughs> My car tried to leave me, and I'm betting. No, and I texted. I texted. Oh my god! You, I texted. I, I sent you a text as I was as I pulled off the side of the road. I'm like, it's trying to die on me as I was keeping it idling and whatnot, and then figured out how I can make it finish the trek up the rest of the hill. I just could. I mean, I understand the compulsion to text me at that moment. I just was like, okay, and what do you well, like? It, no, is this it, just so for my information in right. case you're dead? Or no, like, it was it was more for your information <laughs> in case. Just, just in case, God forbid, I had to like have you come get me or something like that. At least you you knew ahead of time that it was what was going on. Um, so yeah, that that happened, and I got it. Finally, got limped to the. T- it happened in the worst spot too. I'm heading uphill. You oh. have AAA. Like, there's no mm-hmm. way I would come get you. No, but the AAA coverage only goes so far. Anyways, no, no it, I'm just saying there's no way I would come and get. So you. there's that, but also <laughs> if the, some you know person opens the front door at one thirty in the morning that you're not expecting, that was the other reason for it too. Um, but it happened like the absolute worst place. I'm going uphill over a mountain pass, had the cruise control set. When I noticed that my RPMs were going up, my speed was going down. <laughs> That's never a good thing. And then long story short, it, it was idling weird. Wouldn't do shit. I couldn't go above 15 miles an hour. So I had to nurse it in the next exit, got pulled off to a gas station, shut everything down, let it sit for a bit, turn it back on. It's back to normal. Well, it was back to normal for that, that period, that, that time frame. So I told the mechanic, that we use for work. I'm like, you know, come get this. I'm going to be in California next week. And I don't want it back until you either find that there's a problem with it and you fixed it, or you're recommending that we burn it and I uh, get a new one. I don't care which one it is, just whatever it is. I need to know that it's has, that's my number one fear in this position is not even, I wouldn't even say it's a fear. I just don't want to have to deal with that. Right. I don't want to deal with being stranded on the side of some road somewhere. Cause I know for me, with my luck, like what's trying to happen there, it's going to be in the most absolute worst place possible. And we've already had another salesman <clears throat> who broke down in the middle of B. If you know we're in Nevada, that would have been fun had he not been able to get help out of that one. So I just don't want to, I don't want to be that number. So, but, and that caused a whole cascading it effect <laughs> of, of bullshit. Cause I, I made mention to many people at work, that I was coming in this weekend to swap it out for another rig so mm-hmm. that the mechanic could come pick it up while I'm out of town next week. Because even though I'm going to be flying to California, I still have to go to the, the park and ride thing and blah, blah, blah. So I drive my happy. I, I have my entire day yesterday coordinated. Get up in the morning, get the kids up, get them fed, out the door we go, head into work, going to swap cars out. I get there. No fucking cars there. There's no spare vehicles. I'm like, uh, okay. Mm. <laughs> God, I'll Man, this is a rough episode. <laughs> That was like a hiccup and a burp fought their way out. And it, <laughs> then they decided to come out. And then, then it was like, a, no, it was, it was a, it was a hiccup and a burp trying to come out at the same time. Luckily I pulled it off mic, but they, they, they fought their way up the esophagus and then decided to come out together, like skipping along. So, <laughs> um, so I, I load up the kids, get everything going, get down there. There's no cars available. I'm like, okay. And my initial plan had been go in there and get the car. Go to my parents' house. So they're just, you know, they're ten minutes away from my office. Mm-hmm. Stop in, say hello, hang out for a bit, then come home and had a whole bunch of other shit to get done. Right. 
That didn't happen. Nope. Instead, I said you called me. I said, "Hey, look, you're gonna have to come get, meet me at my parents' house so you can give me a ride back from the office when I drop the vehicle off." Which forced me to spend an entire day with my parents. And I don't say forced in a bad way, like I had to spend time with my parents, but like you know, forced me to slow down and actually take some time yeah. to spend with them, which is a good thing. We had fun. Kids had a blast. Um, came home last night, and then uh, you had you reminded you remembered. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, I was gonna you know the the spare car we have here. You know, oh, well, the battery went, you know, it, just, it yeah. magically went dead on it. So I put it on the charger last night, get it all charged up for this morning, fire it up. It's running fine. It's kind of weird. The battery had gone dead, but, you know, it sat for a little bit. So I'm like, whatever, parasitic draw, possibly from the alarm. It could have been. Who knows? Um, drive it. And I'm like, then I'm, rem- then I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't remember setting the alarm to the office last night. And I don't, that's that's a big no-no. Right. That's a huge no-no. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to have to drive all the way into the office to check the alarm. Drive all the way back out here. I get almost to the halfway point, and the fucking tar- car tries to die on me. This car tries to die on me. So then I have to limp it all the way back home. Turns out the battery in it is bad. It just, my bad. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm done. Thankfully, I had one of those weird people that had a spare car battery sent in my garage. <laughs> it was on a trickle charger. So I installed it. It worked. But then that, of course, put a crimp in my day, because I, I was up early enough, I could have been there and back before the kids woke up, mm-hmm. but instead I had to take them with me again, Yep. which they weren't too happy about. Nope. And uh, But we made it work and came back here and then and all that jazz, but it's just been a, a clusterfuck as far as cars go. I still haven't packed for tomorrow's trip. As soon as we get done with this episode here, I've got to get my suitcase hammered together real quick and then get up in the morning and off I go on a turboprop to good old Reno, Nevada. From there, we drive over into Northern California, and I'm going to hang out in Sacramento and Roseville. Woohoo! So it should be a fun-filled, adventurous week. For you. For me, yeah. <laughs> I'll be here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... Working. Right. So, yeah, it's... That's, that was fun. It was, a, it was a great way to spend a weekend, exactly how I wanted to do it. Mostly in the car. Mostly in the car, like all the time. In the car. Yeah. But on the flip side, it did allow me, with the kids running around at my parents' house, I was smart enough to bring my laptop with me. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I had my laptop. So I pulled it out and got a couple projects. I've been starting wanting to get some progress made on, made some progress on them. Um, speaking of which, I need those pictures um, from Disneyland. Uh, and so got that. Got yes, because I've had too much spare I time. I didn't say you had. I just said I need them. Because <laughs> while you were running around and doing all this other stuff, I was working. <laughs> if my working means sitting in an empty house talking to people, I don't know. <laughs> yes, that is exactly I what I mean by working. No, I know. <laughs> but if you're gonna make light of my running around with the kids doing all this weird shit with the car problems, I'm gonna make light of yours staying there talking to people for jobs. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, and and then Tempe's got her little sinusy thing going on. Yeah, and she had that poor thing. Mm-hmm. She has not breathed through her, her nose in like a month <laughs> at least. Yeah, so we're trying. Got to go to get an ENT to look at that. Yeah, because I think I mean I've need, had nose problems my whole life. Yeah, she might need the ro- same rotor rooter mm-hmm. service you had, and it's best to get it done young. I know, but I don't want to put her through it. It's not. No, no, no. See, you're looking at it completely the wrong way. Mm-mm. For me, it has nothing to do with putting her through that. It's what she'll put us through no. after that. No. Because I've had that surgery <laughs> I, I twice, and I know what it feels I, I, like. And I understand that, and I say that facetiously. But at the same time, I also understand my daughter is a raving lunatic bitch when she's in pain. I know. And she's mean. And she's just... Well, and when she's drugged, she's oh, like God. a complete yeah. bitch. She's oh, like a psychotic, God. yeah. So... I, I am speaking to the her future college roommates do not give her drugs <laughs> don't do it yeah because you'll a, regret it that, that reaction is the reaction she's always going to have you're screwed 
So, yeah. But they they had the, the my dad is in town. He you know on a break from his job, so he got to have some time with the kids, and the kids had time with him, and they had a good. So in, in the end, like I said, nothing that I wanted to accomplish this weekend actually got accomplished. But but you were forced to take some time out and spend right. some time with the kids and right. with your parents. And well, we were going to spend time just doing work in the garage, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I get it. No, I get it. It's fine. So I just I rolled with the punches and moved on and. I, the only thing I was truly pissed off about was like, you know, how derped do you have to be that when I'm actively talking to you about, you know, I'm going to come get a spare vehicle to not like say, by the way, there aren't any fucking vehicles before I drive an hour to the office to not be able to get a vehicle only to find out. But when I went there today to set the alarm, guess what? Whoever had one of the cars put it back. So if I had done it today, I wouldn't, we wouldn't have had to gone through all that bullshit yesterday. Once again, though, had somebody, <laughs> I pulled up parking lot. I'm like, are you fucking with me? And Debbie's like, what, daddy? <laughs> oh, no, not you, honey. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was so pissed. So, yeah, that was, that was all sorts of yay. But on, on a positive note, we have voicemails. Let's, or actually not voicemails. We have voicemail. <laughs> but that's still good. Two weeks in a row with voicemail. I know. We can uh, we can definitely win with some of that. Um, we don't have a, a rant from Mr. Slacker today, but I give him a little bit of slack. Be- <laughs> I give the slacker some slack <laughs> because he was prepping for, there was some like North Carolina, I think he's in North Carolina, North Carolina Comic Con, the NC oh, Comic Con. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I saw so, the, co- the postings. Yeah, yeah. So he and his daughters, they were having some family time and his wife and all that. So that was, I guess, spending time with your family is worth not giving them a slight rant. I don't rant. know. So I, I think no, we'll let it slide fine. this time. So, but otherwise, we do have a voicemail here, and I believe it's from your brother Jake. <laughs> and of course, it's gonna fuck with me. <laughs> I'm gonna have the teleprompter ready to go. Hello, Justin and Sister Ready. This is Jake. I uh, just wanted to give you a call. Uh, I, I it's been a while, but I wanted to try to do it on the podcast. Uh, and Disneyland, uh, yes, it is. It is a beautiful, horrible place for both people. But a great place when there's nobody there. Um, would have loved to see uh, Justin pop his name or two. That would have been quite an <laughs> Um Also, in regarding to Google and the whale uh, win, you should always be sure to keep the, uh, the safe search on. Safe search on. Keep the safe search on. <laughs> you know, like the search on. And I think that there should be some kind of drinking game where you just get Wynn drunk because she's highly, highly entertaining. <laughs> um, but I love you. Oh, and also a uh, shout out to Izzy Rock. Uh, thank you for the shout out to me, but also I think you're awesome. Too. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. And uh, yeah, love you. Well, we love you too, sir, even though I couldn't re- understand There was of that. some of that that was a little rough. Um, he's got that vocal fry thing going on. I know. He's been doing a lot of acting. Oh like, all of the acting. He's been, he's been an actor. I know. He's acting his ass off as an actor, doing the acting type stuff, playing dead people. I know. How do you fry your vocals playing a dead person no, 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 and no, no, or no. playing a person that doesn't get any speaking time on another show? No, no, no. Listen. He's not... He's not... It must vocally be all- fried. He's using vocal fry, that thing where you drop it in the lower register and it kind of uh. bite. He's using that. Well, I'm not going to call you out, Jake. Maybe you're not doing it on purpose. But it's a new trend in vocalness. Ah. Uh. 
Like, think, um, oh, what is, who is it that does it? Oh my god, I just blanked. Anyway, there's a whole episode on, um, a podcast called The Light Bulb mm-hmm. about vocal fry a couple weeks ago, and you should listen to it because it's entertaining. No, I think it's actually probably just a shitty cell phone connection. That too, but he um, but he also drops it in a little like he right. does, he does that thing. Right. So, I, but I think I can clean that up in post. So okay. hopefully it'll be better for the listeners than it was for us. I we'll caught see. most of that. Um, I love the fact that we're having like this this bromance between Izzy and Jake via our voicemail line. They should just That's like good. you know. They should just quit the dating and <laughs> skip straight to the honeymoon. Right. I know. <laughs> But just remember, it was because of us. <laughs> we made that hookup happen. <laughs> yes. I think there's going to be spouses on either side, though. They'll be <laughs> extremely jealous. You know, like, hey, wait a second here. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to pull back when I went to laugh. And no, so you're it, fine. But um, I'm, I'm like up against a wall No, here. you're fine. It didn't, okay. you know, it's fine. I'm just, I know yeah. I hate it when people laugh on other podcasts and it's right in my ear. I actually help equalize most of that in post. Oh, well. I try to fancy? anyways. I try to. I try to. So, yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's kind of a slower Can episode. Can we get today. a little meta for a second and sure. talk about podcasts on our podcast? Okay. Um, the kids hate it when I listen to podcasts in the car. Okay. Like they legit hate it. Mm-hmm. And I hate it when they're in the car and I want to listen to a podcast because they talk, and then I can't. Because you know, we've had this talk. I can't. Well, right. I can't just dis- differentiate. Yeah. If I have three conversations going on at the same volume, like they'll all just kind of blend into this right. one. Congl- it's really weird. Well, I found something kind of amazing today. What? Well, I have that little Bluetooth speakerphone thing, right. for my work car that also has an FM transmitter on it that I use to play all my podcasts across the radio. Right. Totally forgot to grab that when I swapped rigs. Mm. But also not a big deal because I'm not really driving next week. So, I mean, I'm driving for a day to get for right. an hour to get to the airport. So I grabbed my Bluetooth headphones that I have and I tossed them both in. Just at a, as, as Milton would say from Office Space, at a reasonable level of volume um, so that I could still hear horns, traffic, yada, yada. Um, but it was just enough to drown out their... Like, I knew they were chattering in the background and I could yeah. hear when they would say like dad or if there was a fight. Right. But it was an ejecting just enough into my ears that that wasn't overpowering the podcast that mm-hmm. I was listening to. And they were keeping themselves happy by playing with their toys and whatnot. So that actually worked out just fine. Um, for me, the, the talking happens no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's music. doesn't matter if it's podcast. doesn't yeah. matter what I put on. They want to have chatter back there. And the, the best part is... They, because they, I, I know for a fact, like you're saying, they use the speaking as a way to try to get you to turn the stuff off. Right. Because when one person's favorite song is on, and it's not the other kid's favorite song, the kid that's not their favorite song, they're doing that like to speak super loud thing, mm-hmm. trying to be an asshole about it. And the yep. other one, but then the best part is like, like when Trent does it to Temperance, she gets so fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. Trent, shut up! I'm trying to listen to my music. I'm like, honey, this is the same bullshit you pull with me and mommy all the goddamn time <laughs> when it's something you don't want to hear. And then, when, like when Trent's like singing his songs, and then Tempe's like, ah, he's like, Tempe, shut up! I tell you, listen to my music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you guys are. But then it's just, it, yeah, you're right. It's infuriating because they're doing to each other what they don't. Mm-hmm. They're, they're also should say they don't like having done to them what they're doing to us, and so, yeah, yeah. But they've they yeah. It's not just podcasts for me. It's everything. It's podcast music, whatever well, I play. My biggest problem is that they want to have okay. This sounds really horrible, parent, for a second. No, but we've talked about it before as far as They want to have conversations in the car. Oh, yeah. Okay. With me. Right. And they want to talk the whole time. Yeah. And I get it. 
except if anybody's held a conversation with a three-year-old for very long, they can tell you that an hours of an hour of that is really hard to to handle. Right. Like, because it's all you know, it's the constant why. It's the it's the the circular logic. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, you know asking the same questions they've asked a billion times before, um, explaining the same concept. It, Especially if you're fighting traffic right. or dealing with what we always deal with There's, out here. They don't have the ability to know when it's not a good time to have that talk or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or they just don't accept your answers. Right. Like, can Why? we go get ice cream later? No, we're not going to get ice cream later. Why? But I really want ice cream. No, we're not getting ice cream, though. But why can't we get ice cream? Because I said no. But like, it's just like, it's a constant thing. It's not like, mm. hey, mom, I want to talk to you about this thing that I find interesting. And, and I, granted, they're not that age yet. Mm. But I just can't, I can't take it for very long. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I try really hard to just have conversations. Well, and I think, but... it's, I think it's slightly different for us in some ways, too, because our trips are always more extended periods in the yeah. car because of where we live and where we normally go into versus it's not so bad if it's only a five minute. Like if, if I'm just running yeah. the store here oh, in town, yeah. if I'm just in town, I just no leave the radio off. I leave we the chat, podcast off. No we deal. just talk the whole yeah. time. And but on an extended trip, it's one of those things that eventually you want them to kind of pipe down or pay attention to the song or something else. Like that other, something, something other than well, my, the latest frustration for me has been when you tell them, like they're like, Dad. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that needs to wait. Hold on just a second. I'm like, I'm wrapping up this email for work, or I'm wrapping up doing the dishes, or I'm, you know, elbow deep in a clogged drain, and blah blah blah. And they're like, Dad, Dad, hey Dad, Dad, I, don't, I need this, Dad, Dad. I'm like, I know. Hold on, Dad. And so it happened today. I, uh, they were in the car. I was, I was looking at something. I had, um, it was back before I figured out, you know what was going on with it and, and all that stuff. And it was, even after the new battery, it still had a weird little issue and it turned out it just didn't have the ground cable connected all the way. And so it was having a bad ground problem, which I figured out, but I'm, I'm Googling something real quick and I'm looking it up and I'm trying to like listen to the car when it's making noise. And um, I asked them politely a couple of times to be quiet. And instead of, <laughs> they did the exact opposite. They, they didn't just not be quiet. They actually, every time I asked them, they amped, a little bit louder. A little louder. And so finally I said, I freaked out. And I'm sure I like stopped the pedestrian on the sidewalk. And so I knew I was being pretty loud. I'm like, I said be quiet. And I did the like, devil growl thing. I'm like, you guys don't like it when I yell at you? Then why do you make me yell? And I just like channeled Satan. And Tim was like, I don't know, daddy. I'm very, very sorry. I'm like, well, honey. Jesus, I asked you like four times to be quiet. Why did you keep getting louder? Well, I couldn't hear Trent over you asked me to be quiet. <laughs> and I about I almost reached back and slapped her. I'm like, oh, you fucking Oh my god. <laughs> and so I finally explained to her, I'm like, honey, the reason why I want you to be quiet is because I'm having a problem with the car. I'm trying to listen to something and I can't hear the noise that it's making over your scary ass. So you need to be quiet. Oh. Okay. And then she shuts up. I'm like And then turn around looking at my and you need to understand that I shouldn't have to explain it to you every time I ask you to do something. Sometimes you just need to do it, and then you'll get the explanation afterwards. So, yeah, that that's, uh, and then they're they're experts at it too. I mean, they're like they're like pros at this whole, you know. Go ahead. You. Well, uh, just because we don't we we don't have a lot of topics today, right. and I hate to kind of shift gears. No, that's fine. But it just popped up on my feed that it was. Uh, let's see. Uh, two years ago today, that Tempe 
was recovering from her eye surgery. Uh-huh. And it's the cutest picture of forever. We should post it on our page. I can make it the show art. <clears throat> She's like adorable, but she has the red eyes right. from the surgery. Right. So she kind of looks a little demonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you send that to me, I'll, I'll definitely put it as a show art. But she's so cute. <clears throat> so I do actually have one minor topic I want to dive into real quick here based on that, oh. that thing we read a little oh, bit yeah, ago. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, I do want to say um, really quick, I'd be remiss not to say it. Um, thoughts and prayers to those involved or affected or whatever by the uh, terror attacks, not just in Paris, but the ones that also took place, I think it was in Kenya. Um, there's some shit going on in the world that we need to be paying attention to. And it's not to further a political agenda as far as guns are bad or guns are good or any of that bullshit there. A, that was fucked up, what happened. B, um, just be, there's obviously, I I sense with how it's, what, what, what just happened and how all that stuff was poised is there's a possibility that a bigger thing is coming and my fear as a, as a citizen is not to be afraid of this, but just that we might pull another nine 11 where we ignore the evidence until it slaps us in the face. Right. And I think, and, I think what we learn from this is to be constantly vigilant to, right. Which and is not, the same thing we tell mean, our kids. I don't mean vigilant and like carry a gun and, and anybody who, and accuse creepy, people, yeah. you know, shoot them. I mean, Know where your exits are. Know right. like know where your kids are. Have a yeah. plan. If you know, if you and I get separated, where are we going to meet? You know, common sense stuff that we let slip. Right. As we get more comfortable, but it's useful in all aspects. In anything. Of, well, especially like like a fire escape right. plan for your house. You know, with your yeah. kids. Hey, look! If there's a fire and you see it inside the house, you need to go do this. You need to go up this window. Or da 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 da, um, or you know, and we all need to meet out here. And and to be honest, now that I've said that, we need to be a little bit better about actually talking to our kids about that. Yeah, we um, made a plan like two years ago, but right. we don't talk about it ever. And we need to, mo- yeah, we need to update it a little bit too. So and things like, um, well, <laughs> when the when the fi- remember a couple weeks ago, the smoke alarms went off uh-huh. because of the fan the. Mm-hmm. Uh, bathroom, the steam. Yeah. The damn things are... Po- anyway. Um, so it sets the whole house going... Bing, 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 yeah, because they're network detectors. They're network so if one goes it. off, they all go off. <laughs> and I come down to make sure that the kids haven't woken up. And oh. Ezra is awake. And he's getting ready to text and he's, me. <laughs> he's like, what was that noise? I'm like, the smoke detectors? He's like, oh, I was just getting ready to text Dad and see what was wrong. <laughs> like... Really? <laughs> That's your idea of handling the situation? <laughs> Which reminds me of some of the people I worked with when we had our, you know, mm-hmm. there's a fire alarm going off. Oh, well, I figured if it was a problem, somebody could come tell me. Uh, no. That's what the smoke alarms are for. Right. Um, and <clears throat> I feel kind of like, you know, if there was a real emergency, Ezra might take a lot longer to get out out than was strictly necessary and my facebook feed didn't say there was an emergency gosh (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i worry that if he thought it was a real emergency he might take extra time to do something that he shouldn't like (laughs) save the fish grab his ipod yeah you know what i mean no i i i joke i laugh but it's in all seriousness yeah that is important well it's not even important that's that's way too true for what he would do he'd be like what do i take I, 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 I can't carry it all. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I, I got to go back in there and get my blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, you don't, buddy. You got to just stay right fucking here until it's put yep. out. So, yeah, that's, um, 
yeah. and having having I have a cousin that died in a house fire mm. at a very young age, and it was because he went back in for a pet, right? And you know, it's it's a scary thought, yeah. And so, not just at home, but out and about, it's important to say, you know, if something happens and you're separated from me. Here's what you need here's to do. Here's what you need to yeah. do. And here's where I'll be. If I can't find you, this is where I'm going right. to go. Right. Um, so in today's modern world with technology, we tend to let a lot of that slide. Mm-hmm. But it's still really important. Um, you know, we're taking Tempe to the Nutcracker or I'm yeah. taking Tempe to the Nutcracker. And I intend to show her, you know, if something goes wrong, this is where you get out. Right. You know, find an adult and I'll be right here. Right. Well, that, and it's just one of those things, too, that also helps them to learn how to cope with an emergent situation. Because I remember the one time we had something like that in my family. My sister was choking on a piece of candy or something like that. And it wasn't just like, but it was like yeah. she was turning blue. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, Justin, get down here now. And it's like, I'm running on the stairs. And he hucks the phone at me, call 911. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I did the stupid, what's, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong? What's bad? And I'm asking the questions. He's like, don't fucking ask. Quite. As he's giving her the Heimlich, he's like, yeah. don't. As he's doing this, ask questions. God damn it! Just and, and I like I'm like blubbering as I'm dialing the number. And then as I'm as I get ready to hit the last one, all of a sudden, the the thing like launches out of her mouth and hits the wall, and she's back to normal. And he makes sure he checks her out, makes sure she's okay. She's all crying and because it scared her, of course. And then he uh, he's like, "I need a moment." <laughs> and after this moment, you and I are going to have a talk. <laughs> we can't do it right now. <laughs> Just give me some chance. I'm like, "Yes, sir." And I put the phone down, and he came back to me later. He's like, "Dude." what the fuck <laughs> he's like i understand that you were scared for your sister and i understand this and da, 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 but had that not dislodged when it did had you not finished that phone call she could be dead right now so let's just not do that in the future okay <laughs> and that's where i and it literally that's when it clicked for me it was, it was like okay when an, when an emergency happens just handle your shit do what you gotta do and then after that's all said and done then you can decompress if you need to you know, shit your pants, then do it then after it's all taken care Whatever it is, cry, shit your pants, you know, whatever. That can all happen after the problem has been taken care of. So, um, but yeah, so really it's just one of those things. It's a huge tragedy. And for me, I'm just sick and tired. And it makes me want to like, you know, block everybody on Facebook because there's a lot of this, well, you know, I'm not going to even get into yeah. it. Just, just the pushing of the political agendas because of the election years and whatnot. It's that's not. It's a tragedy. People died. People, there's people that suck that committed these things. And what we need to do right now is unite and see what we can do to help the people of France out instead of point fingers at all the ways they went wrong. So that's my moment of seriousness for the podcast as far as that goes but i just didn't want to not mention it because i mean it's it's fucked up what happened but it's not for this particular show to dive into all the little ins and outs of it so we will uh we'll move past that now um so the thing i sent you was and i actually found it a couple uh weeks ago and i just didn't get to it yet because all this other stuff we had going on but it was an article about um, that somebody posted on Reddit, and it was uh, this guy's four pieces of um, advice when it came to um, or four pieces of a sec- uh, for uh, I cannot hold on. Let's try that again. Usa. All right. Well, this is four pieces of honest sex advice that he gave to his kids. Um, and when I read the article, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, honest sex advice, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because most of the times you hear people talking about sex advice, it's like really ridiculously just stupid shit. Like, you know, right. you just shouldn't <clears throat> do it. You know, 
Make sure penises, you really love your partner. Penises are bad, okay? You know, watch out for that vagina. It's Sorry. a hole of it's it's a hole of death. You know that kind of crap. Um, but I'm reading through the article and read read what he was doing and whatnot, and actually I'm like, holy shit, this is actually like decent fucking advice. Well, and I think this is very similar to what we've talked about with our kids, but way more articulate. But this is way more articulate, <laughs> but, but this is also kind older. of the general plan. Yeah, I mean, and so, Ezra's not there yet. No, but that's why I well, said his kids are older here. But I also want to preface that with he's 11. And I know a lot of kids who, right. who it wasn't long after this no, age. It's, it's, so, so this conversation right. does need to start now. As much as we hate to think about it. Yeah. And it's one of those things that, yeah, it's going to be. Because I don't feel like he's mature enough. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's going to be mature enough anytime soon. No, he's one of those people that's going to be a lot longer before he's ready to even remotely think about it. In the respect of, he, if he's going to handle himself accordingly and not take unnecessary risks mm-hmm. and, and, and. There's going to need to be um, a waiting period there of like maybe until he's 24. I don't know. No. <laughs> well, thank um, God he's awkward enough that I think it'll take a while before he's got anybody that's willing. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. <laughs> oh, which if, uh, if I can snip that little piece of video out from the uh, from the Disneyland trip. What do you do? When we were on the, uh, you were with me. You were sitting next to me when we were on the um, the River Canyon run or whatever that is, that water ride. Oh. And he kept like he really liked the girl, and he kept like repeating everything she said, and yeah. then, like he kept like he like repeat the same thing over, like trying to get her attention, like instead of saying, "Hey, you know," and just was trying to like dialogue with the girl, he just kept like staring at like this creepy death stare, and he kept <laughs> he keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. There's like a little smirk on his face. I'm like, "Oh my god, that is so serial killerish, dude." <laughs> and the sad thing is, I think I was just like you, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's what I looked like." Oh, <laughs> so I, I'm trying to save him some future pain. That from stuff that I went through as far as being awkward with women and whatnot. So, um, but if I can get that little clip of video snipped out, I'll put it on the Facebook page just so our listeners can see how the dweebiness. Oh my god, it was bad. And I get it. The chick was, you know, his. It was right around his age group. She was a, a li- little older. I think she probably had to be at least fifteen. That's fine. I don't care if he's interested in a slightly I riper berry. That, no. I mean, it's fine. I, I'm just saying, like a little out of his league, mm-hmm. a little bit. No, little I agree. <laughs> I agree, but. I give the kid, you know, an A plus for having goals. <laughs> <laughs> they might be unattainable goals, but if he works hard enough, he might be able to attain some of them. <laughs> but yeah. So um, as far as the uh, this uh, advice goes, I'm just going to go ahead and read out here, and then we can we can discuss after the fact. Um, but like I said, this is way more articulate than what we had posted. Um, You're ready for sex, he wrote. If and only you are. And step number one is mature enough to be open about it. No sneaking around. If they're not mature enough to talk to me or their mom about it, they're not ready. I really like that one. Yes. Number two, mature enough to wait until they develop full trust in their partners. Start slow and work your way from holding hands and talking to kissing, touching, etc. That gives you time to really know your partner, develop trust, and a measure of real affection, not just infatuation and lust. Don't get me wrong. I'm not putting down lust. It's just not the best emotion for life decisions. That's when I cackled. I was like... So true. <laughs> it's very true. Um, number three, mature enough to understand the need for and to use condoms. Or And I, I would actually preface that with condoms and birth control. Right. And, you know, yeah. just Yeah, because one is no good. I, I feel like you need, especially as a girl, you need both. Right. Um, because condoms have failure rates. failure rates for pregnancy, but you also need... It's not just about not making babies. It's right. also about not getting things STDs. that you don't want. Yes. And then um, 
And then let's see, where was number four right here? It's on here somewhere. The fourth okay. and perhaps the most practical piece of advice. He told his kids not to have sex in creepy places like school stairwells or behind the gym. They have perfectly good bedrooms with doors that lock and their friends will be welcome to stay for breakfast. And which is my feet. Uh, legitimately, that's and, and that's something that I actually I, I encountered. Well, I didn't encounter it. I encountered somebody whose parent was like that in high school and it blew my goddamn mind. I was talking with girls in drama class with and her boyfriend who also went to the same school as us. Um, she had went over to his house the night before and st- stayed the night. Parents were fully aware of it. They even like took a shower together before bed. Dad made sure there was enough towels and whatnot, but it was like legitimate. Like they, like there was no, um, there was none of that. You know, there was no hiding of that. Now, the one drawback was that it was more from the perspective of the dad. Like, yeah, my boy, go. Yeah. That kind of thing. But, um, because I will, I will not lie. I will have a hard time the first time Tempe right. wants her boyfriend to come over. But as long yeah. as she's honest about it, I'm not going to tell her she can't. What'd you drop? I, was, I didn't drop anything. It was oh. one of those stupid ass toys the kid left oh. on the couch and rolled off and happened to do that thing where, like, just like as much noise as it can possibly <laughs> make on the way down. It does. Um. So it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, come on in and deflower my daughter. Right, like, it's right. not going to be that simple. No, but it's one of those things that we want them to be able to talk to us about it because of, like like he said, the the, the, the weird spots you can do it. Like, you know. Yeah. And I. For God's sake. I'm not going to name the- any names because this would be just awful. But I know of people who who had sex on the ba- bo- on the floor of public park uh-huh. bathrooms right at Ooh. very young ages uh. and how would you like that to be your story right like seriously yeah and no, it's because they weren't I, allowed to be honest i got lucky enough to do my at least in a, in a bedroom of a, of a house that i trusted but at the same time it was in constant fear that her dad was going to come downstairs and, and you know <laughs> i don't know if we want to talk about these things no 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 <laughs> no no. i'm just saying it was it was just that that i i didn't have that you yeah. know was that when you lost your like? Yeah, yeah. Legit, like it was. It was at my girlfriend's house, and and, and, and uh, you, you were afraid her parents were going to be home any minute. No, they were home. We no. were ballsy as fuck. <laughs> we did that a lot, like a lot, like her. Yeah. <laughs> that whole unnecessary risk taking. Yeah. Yeah, that was my little dabble into that. I mean, that was a. I admire the, <laughs> the spot right yeah. there. That's because um. I would always come over to watch a movie, which we uh, legitimately, there's always a movie watched. Like I could actually, like because his dad or her dad tried this one time mm-hmm. was like, you know, so what happens, what, what happens at this point in the movie? Well, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes it was because I already had seen the movie or sometimes was, we always watched the movie, but there was always other stuff going on too. And we got damn near got caught a couple of times. Once the, uh, <laughs> the, the closest was, uh, I'm actually, it was legitimately over there to fix a computer issue she was having on her computer she has for school. So I'm actively working on this for her in this same room where the deflowering happened. Um, <laughs> and she told me she was going to the bathroom and she'd be right back. I didn't think nothing of it, but blah, blah. well, she did go to the bathroom to strip down and to surprise me. Ah. As she comes out the bathroom door, her stepmom comes bumbling down the stairs and sees her. She just had a bra and her panties on. And makes a beeline. Oh, I got to drop the name. I just dropped the name, didn't I? Oh, I got to cut that out. So she makes a beeline back into the bathroom. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I spilled something on my... And I was going to run upstairs real quick and get... And she makes up this whole story. And her mom comes in and she's like, so what's up? I'm like, 
I'm fixing the computer, and I'm legitimately confused because I'm like, I, I didn't know. You hadn't noticed anything. No, and her mom's like, I, and she was like, well, she was in her underwear. I'm like, what? <laughs> and th- I think finally when she saw the shock on my face, like, huh? It clicked with her that I had no idea what was going on, and so she's like, okay. And so she goes back upstairs. And then all of a sudden, her dad, <laughs> up the chair she goes, I'm like, oh, boy, and I'm just, I'm just going to keep working on this computer, and he's either <laughs> going to come down here and kill me, or he's not. <laughs> and it was a intense, like, 10 to 15 minutes of this. I hear this conversation, but I can't hear it. I can just hear the murmuring, but I can't actually hear the conversation. And I don't know what she did or how she played it off. She got it cleared. It was fine. Nothing happened that night because we were like in constant Hi panic alert. that they were going to come down the stairs. Defcon one because it was one of those split level. Houses. It was a tri level. Yeah, it was like the one you like where you yeah. walk in on the one floor. Yeah. You can go downstairs or you can go to. Mm-hmm. But their bedroom was on the third level above the garage, and they had a nice master suite. So that's part of the reason why we were able to get away with it because that master suite they had was pretty soundproof in both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, yeah, it was just a uh, yeah. So, but that was. I don't even want to know the amount of pain and and torture from both his, you know, my dad and her dad that would have come from that. I mean, ugh, it was yeah, it was a ballsy move. But and there's there was one time where we had just wrapped up and and I hadn't gotten dressed yet, and somebody started coming down the stairs. So I went and hid in this one room, and I was in the dark in this little corner, and like. Literally, her stepmom walks into said room, throws a light on as I'm cowering in this corner. Luckily, there's like a stack of boxes in front of me, and I'm sitting there buck fucking naked, just like, <laughs> and I'm trying not to breathe or anything. And I'm just like, I'm just like, just trying to be as silent as possible. And finally, she finds some reason to get her out of there so that I can get dressed real quick. I'm like, oh jeez. And a lot of these were on nights where she snuck me over too, because there was there was the, the official nights on the weekend where I was allowed to come over, but sometimes in the weekdays I would park way down the street and then sneak in and she'd sneak me in the, in the door. Yeah. So after that relationship, I figured that I enjoy, I, I found out and it came to the realization that I can enjoy that particular act a lot more when death is not on the line. I wasn't like one of those things where like, you know, I got some sort of a thrill out of it. It was like, no, I really don't like having the chance of, you know, somebody coming, coming down the and cutting your nuts off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, and it didn't help that they were Catholics. So they yeah. were super uptight about that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, because your parents would have been totally cool with it. No, but it was. The look it, on your mom's face when she realized we'd been having sex in her house mm-hmm. when she was just like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. And you were a grown ass man yeah, at that point. Yeah. No, that and, and conversations after that were more. She was her thing was what what's my ex going to do about it? Cause yeah. my, she thought my ex was going to freak out about getting you pregnant, which yeah. she kind of did. But whatever. Yeah. I think so, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't need to derail there. Um, so, but that was an unnecessary, like, I mean, yeah, it was like one of those things like, oh, yeah, we got away with the kind of thing. But at the same time, it was not as enjoyable as it could have been, you know, had we not been under the constant gun. Yeah. So. I don't know. I. I yeah. I snuck around. I snuck around. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I would never. I think my dad knew what I was doing. Right. But I was never like, yeah, dad, I'm going to go over. I mean, I remember one time in particular, I lied about where I was pretty hardcore and I knew he knew I was lying. Right. Um, And I said I was going to somebody's house and he was like, "Uh uh-huh. And uh, I'm like, but uh, yeah. So and then I was late to work the next day. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't been late to work the next day, he probably wouldn't have. Yeah. 
anyway. Yeah. Um, but that was that was one of the few times that I straight up lie. Like I'm going to so and so's house, but I was actually going to right. a male so and so's house. Yeah. Um, and the other times I was pretty honest about where I was going. Mm-hmm. Just not what you were doing. Just not what I was doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there was times where I'd, I snuck around in my parents' basement at the White House, too. Oh, but the first time was after school, in my own bed, but my friends were in the living room. Nice. <laughs> That's one way to do it. It was it. awkward. Yeah, I bet. And it was that person's first time as well, so it was very short-lived. Yeah, and very fumbly. Like, where do I put it? I put it who? Where? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very um, yeah. interesting. Yep. So it's... Yeah, I I truly, I want my kids first time, and this sounds weird that I'm talking about this or whatever, but I want them to be able to be ready unlike I was. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from is it was not an enjoyable experience because A, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Right. B, neither did he. Right. (laughs) And C, like there was no... There was nobody to ask. There was nobody to be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. Right. And, you know, how would well, I go honestly, about doing that? I think that? your dad probably would have been more open to talk to you about it. I just don't think you were comfortable talking to him about it. But right. I know for a fact your mom would not have been no. at all. No. I know exactly what my mom would have done. Right. Now, that's that begs another question. Was this mom's house or dad's house? Dad, well, I lived at dad's Well, at I know, but there's been times where you... Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah. No, it was at dad's... It was at dad's... Yep. Yahoo. Yep, yep. I still remember what songs were playing on the radio, and I say songs because it lasted two. <laughs> well, one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it took the first song just to figure out how to get the pants off and whatnot. And then the 15 seconds of the second song. Well, I mean, song. I'll make no lie. I think I pushed him into it. Like, I don't right. think he was right. I was just like, no, we're doing this. <laughs> like, <laughs> And I still feel kind of bad about that. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I learned from that relationship something that I want to help my kids avoid too is that I was used as a method to get back at her dad because she had issues with her dad being overbearing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I think a big portion of our entire relationship was simply her using me as a pawn Stick to piss off her me. dad. Which, when you think back about that after it's happened, you're like, oh. I was just used, and it wasn't in like the enjoyable hallway because <laughs> this chick, she like would, she was like bipolar at times. I mean, it was it was bad juju. So it was, I want I I want all of that to be avoidable. Well, I want for my kids. I, I and, want them to understand that there's multiple reasons to have sex. And, yes, and there's there's a whole spectrum of why I would want to do right. this. And as long as you're clear about why you're doing something, you probably won't get your feelings hurt. Right. Well, that, that, and that's what, what I, one thing I was going to bring up too, about that thing where he said, you know, move into it slowly. Right. Like, and, and a lot of people might like balk at that. And it's like, well, hold on, hold on. Remember who we're talking about here. We're talking about teenage kids. They need to move into all this stuff slowly. Mm-hmm. When they get to the point where they're old enough to be a responsible and held legally accountable for all their own decisions, and it's not my fault. 
um, etc. Then if they do the stupid one night stand thing and all that, after they've got the information, that's on them. Yeah. But when it comes down to being that younger like that, if they think they're prepped for it, then they need to be able to have an honest talk and an honest this and and be able to talk about it. And I, like he said, most definitely not to sneak around. And if you have right. to sneak around about it, then well, and it's not safe. I mean, if, right. So here comes the mom part of me. It's mm-hmm. like if you're having to sneak around. And you can't be honest with anybody about the relationship is a really good one. Right. Like, to be blunt, you know, if, if you well, see, can't for, admit that you're with somebody. It, for me, the sneaking around was never that I was with the person. The sneaking around is what I, what we, how You were going to get in trouble for what you were doing. Right. And that that's the that's the one I'm talking about is I don't care about the you know yeah I don't want them to sneak around about having a boyfriend with me or anything like that or a girlfriend or whatever but I don't but from a female perspective if let's say you and your boyfriend decide to make out mm-hmm. in this private skeezy place mm-hmm. but you change your mind about going quote unquote going no, all the way right. there's no who knows you're there who right. know you know right. who can help you at that who's, point who's gonna stop. Right. Yeah. Whereas, if, whereas if I was in the house and I knew something that was going on and I hear her yell "No, stop" or something like that. Right. They're a going, dead man. Yeah. I will. <laughs> or m- woman. Mop the fucking carpet <laughs> with their face. Uh, that's the other thing I noticed is he did not use. A, he, it was partner. Your yeah. Whatever. And I like, granted he was talking to a, both, both both genders both, at right. the time, but but yeah, it's, he made he, it pretty clear that you know I'm whatever ex- way you right. end up going. Right. So, and that's, uh, for me, that's my most important part about the kids. I want them to be comfortable with being able to bring anything to me. And there's a lot of parents that say that. My dad said that a lot. But there was a lot of times where I didn't feel comfortable my going to him. My mom said it a lot. Because of, I knew exactly what his reaction was going to be. And it wasn't like a reaction. Of, I, I knew that he would be fucking pissed. And I, I want it to, I, I really want to try to not give that same presence to my kid. I want to be more like, you know, Hey, I might be disappointed or I'm, you know, this might, I might have, I'm going to have feelings about this, but we need to be able to work through this together as a team and not as adversaries. Um, and for me, the biggest thing was I, my biggest fear was, was pregnancy. I did not want to get her pregnant for all the many reasons why, because a, I just didn't need that kind of a headache at that age as shallow as that might sound. B, I knew what was expected of me if I did get somebody else pregnant from my parents' perspective, and I appreciate knowing that because it's something that not a lot of people... Knowing that my dad would force me to be responsible for this child and force me to do all these things and grow up and, and have a job but still have to do school, I, I knew what the what the um, ramifications were of this, whereas a lot of people don't quite understand that i don't think which is why we have such a high teenage pregnancy rate in the first place because they don't have a clear understanding of what it takes because when you when you hold somebody else's baby and you can get rid of them and all the ugly shit like diapers and stuff happens that's a totally different thing Mm -hmm. um so we did use protection and whatnot she was not on the pill but we did use condoms as well as spermicidal lubricant um i even went as far as making sure that we had the that it wasn't like a, a, like it wasn't a condom because some lubes will mm-hmm. degrade condom. So I I did all my research there. I be, I believe that of you. <laughs> I believe that you would do a lot of research. Yeah, you'd be the most well researched <laughs> son of a bitch. Like like yeah. no, you can't use that lube with right. these condoms because it'll break them down and yeah. it'll make them less effective. Yeah, I even knew about the whole like don't double up thing because mm-hmm. you have a bigger chance of breaking it. So I mean, there's all the stuff that I was acutely aware of, but not. Like, there 
would have been better ways to have sourced that information and there would have been better ways to, you know, it would have been more important for her to have been on the pill, but there's no way she could have gotten on the pill because of the way her parents were. Right. So there's, there's all those ramifications that I didn't get to talk to somebody about, about like, you know, well, if you do this and they're not on the pill and something happens, like the condom broke the one time that it did. Whoa, that was nuts. That was a rough, and because she had just wrapped up her period when we had this little incident. And so then she was late the next month, but she was always a person that was like, her, yeah. she was never every four weeks. Right. So I wasn't as concerned about the lateness at first, but then it got like increasingly late. Yeah. And um, I got to the point where I'm like really starting to sweat it a bit. Like I'm, I'm checking in daily, like, Hey, I'm sorry to bother you, but uh, is, is um old on flow come <laughs> yet? And she's like, Oh God, no, not yet. And I'm like, Oh fuck. And then, Finally, it happened. I'm like, I want to see the tampon. I mean, I was, I was like, I was like, ah, I keep doing. Okay, I've got, oh wow, I need a new mic. So I got to change where the windscreen is next week. I keep hitting it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, yeah, but that that was sketchy as fuck because I had no idea. There was no like no one to go like, hey, dude, I'm like tweaking out here because this might be coming down the pipeline. Whereas if I could have gone to my dad and said, by the way, I may have accidentally impregnated a girl. I'm sorry. Um, and I think really in his heart of hearts, he wasn't trying to be standoffish like that. But yeah. with the religion and everything else that was going on at the time, it's what it ended up being. But I think that we need to start now right. with indoc- indoctrinating, engendering <laughs> that trust yeah. that, you know, mad is one thing but you know will still help yeah and especially when it comes to things that are sexual in nature being positive about it Mm -hmm. you know like you're growing up you're learning you're feeling you're doing things that are going to be new and it's okay to talk about it yeah like i don't want my kids to worry about what they're What's going on? Is this normal? You yeah, know, I want yeah. them to say, "Hey, mom, is it normal if I?" Yeah, like, like if you just if you did something with a chick, then all of a sudden your dick looks like a goddamn pimply mess. Yeah. it's like uh, that's something we need to look at right now. Right, we need to get you to the hospital, but yeah. also to protect against things about with molestation, right, and inappropriateness. Like, yep. I I don't want Tempe to wonder if something is appropriate or right. not i want her to know i want her to know that if somebody's touching her boobs that's not even okay. if she doesn't have boobs yet if she doesn't want that to happen it's not okay right but even yeah. right no i know i, I mean yeah. today like right. if, if somebody walked up to her and did something to her i'd want her to know no that's not that's not cool dude. and you get somebody involved right and and or you punch the dude or, or check right. squarely in the nose and then get somebody involved. and kids who are educated mm-hmm. don't have these problems and that there's kids who who people know don't have secrets in their fa- like, right? I think we talked about this on the show. The whole "don't have a secret" thing, right? Um, it, 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 when you start looking into how much predators look for kids who, who well, don't, but aren't how educated. Mu- well, that and how much grooming they do, and how they figure out who, what's who's a good victim. You need to make sure you and your children are being as smart, if not smarter than them, so as to avoid that entire scenario. And it's a sick and disgusting thing to have to kind of mm-hmm. think about. But if you don't think about it and take that initiative, you could end up being one of the statistics. And that's not going to be a place that anybody wants to be. So it's, yeah, it's, but but I, I still think that, and that's where you hit the whole catch 22, where I almost think that in some ways there would be less predatorial behavior if we weren't such a fucked up 
society when it comes to our views on sexuality. I I completely agree with that. Because you would, I mean, I yeah, that's that's the, that's a whole other you know episode or or show in gen, you know in general that um, the way we have decided to deal with sexuality and not dealing with it when it comes to growing up has caused us far more problems than I think we would have if we'd just be open and honest with our kids about, hey, look, here's the reasons why we have this, here's this, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and just look at the Netherlands. If you are yeah. curious about how it works, they start teaching the proper names for body parts in kindergarten, right. in school. Right. So, and... <laughs> this is a penis. This is a vagina. People use them to have sex. You'll find out more next year. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just progressively add on mm-hmm. to it. And it's never inappropriate. It's never talking about things that, you know, you don't... You it's don't not want above your... their pay grade. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's making sure that everybody just knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that's important. And, and that's like with, you know, with, with Trent, we're like, you know, don't do that. You know, our privates are for privates and then you only show them if somebody wants to see him and, 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 and not, we never really said don't show them yeah. if somebody, but you know, you don't just go waving them around to, you know, he'll get to the don't show them unless somebody wants to see him down the road. We haven't hit that one yet, but just the, in general of, this is your body, your business. You don't need to be actively just showing it off to other people. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just one of those, I'm not looking forward to it. Let me do I'm going to put that out there. I, I, I think about this and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to have the talk, but I'm going to do it because it's in the best interest of my child in the long run. And for us, because we can help, we can help to avoid a situation that you grew up with, where somebody got pregnant at a super young age, and the family ended up having to help raise this kid while she finished high school, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that's not to say that <clears throat> any of this has been a problem, because he's turned out to be a really young, nice young man, and it all worked out for the yeah. better. But I think things could have been a lot different for everybody involved if that hadn't happened. Yeah, absolutely, and I don't. I don't want to say all babies are a blessing because that sounds like awfully right. Like, um, but there are ways to prevent complications in your life, right? Whatever those may be. If if, and I think, I mean, just going back to it, I think if I had felt comfortable talking more. I feel that my life would have taken a different path because a lot of of the reasons that a lot of the things that triggered me changing my path in life Mm -hmm. have had to do with sleeping with the wrong person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like quite literally. Yeah. So, um, not that that's not makes me sound like really, (laughs) but no, no, but see, that's the thing is it doesn't make you sound slutty. It makes you sound like somebody who's had partners and there's no reason why, if you've had a multitude, that you should feel ashamed of that being as a, a female. A multitude? No. <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to be honest. We've discussed the fact that you, the, we have discussed our sexual history, yeah. but neither one of us has ever given stone cold numbers nope. as to how many we've had. But it's one of those things that even if, you know, it was, you know, you had to take, take off your, 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 your gloves and your boots and your friend's gloves and boots to count them all, whatever, that doesn't matter just because you're a girl. And that, so I don't want you to yeah. feel like you can't, you know, have because that's just bullshit. That, 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 that's the other thing for temperance too is mm-hmm. like if you want, if you're being responsible and you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're taking the precautions and you want to fuck it out with like 20 different dudes, 
fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, maybe not all at the same time, <laughs> um, but <laughs> unless you're just really prepared for that, that's a whole other story. But, but you know, there's don't let somebody else call you na- or use, use shaming to stop you right. from, you know, whatever. And I don't feel ashamed at no, all. But, but I'm just saying... And it's it's never been a numbers game for me. I'm just saying I slept with the wrong person. And right. That person has changed how right. my life trajectory has gone. Yeah. Because that person was not a good person to sleep with. Right. Because there was not a good level of communication about expectations. Yeah. Well, that that and there also wasn't <laughs> in a, both directions. I mean, right. yeah. it's sometimes they think that there's something there that I never never. Sometimes said they them. were playing the field, and sometimes you were playing the field. Right. Right. No, that's you know, and it's understandable. And um, that's the other thing too is I never understood. I've never understood the mindset of somebody who gets jealous of the previous partners that their partner has had. It's like, you know, me either. If that as, as, as it, yeah, it's like so you're with me now, yeah. and as long as you're being faithful and you're showing that you're being faithful, what do you do? Basically, the way I look at it is like, oh, you were you know, <laughs> let's say Susie says tells Jack that she's been with 300 dudes and now she's with Jack and she's staying with Jack forever. Jack should be fucking proud that his dick is so good. <laughs> that, <laughs> she gave up 300 other dudes for Right, it. that she's not going on to 302 or whatever, you know, that, that's, that's an accomplishment in life and vice versa. I mean, if the Vijay is so goddamn tasty that he doesn't want to go anywhere else, and you know, but you see what I'm saying? It's that, that that's that's the the concepts that we should have. It shouldn't be any of this. You know, oh, you're a whore because you've done it with a lot of people, and and. But a lot of society looks that. I know, that and that's way. why I'm really like with Ezra, especially since he's entering this age. I really, if I ever hear him slut shaming, mm-hmm. I will. He's gonna be one of those kids with the goddamn breadboard on the side of the road, you know embarrassed as fuck about what he did because <laughs> i will make because i will slut shame the fuck out of him yeah um because that that was the other thing that always confused me is like when you'd have some dude who, who was known in school for getting around but then if a chick didn't give it up the first insult he'd use like slut whore or whatever it's like well you know you're accusing her of doing the things that we know you're doing <laughs> you're just saying that she's possibly doing but it's all yeah that whole thing. And that's the other thing, too, is the, the mutual respect. Right. I want the kids to have the mutual respect for the, the other partner, whether, you know, like you said, whether it be male, female, whatever, just that ability to know that, you know, this, because it is a big commitment, so, you know, in a way, it's a big step. It's a big thing to do. You know, it doesn't mean that there has to be, like, a ceremony around it. We all need to like high five. Fireworks. The, right. Yeah, it's not like we're going to stand there and high five on the way out the room or, you know, do cat calls from the living room as we hear the bed thumping or whatever. But it's one of those things that they need to understand the ramifications of the act because it does take an emotional toll, especially if you have, like you said, the lack of communication where one person's really invested in it and the other person's not. Because there's been girls that I, w- I was with where they were way more into the relationship that I was, and I was not aware of it at the time. And I thought I was clear on my intent of, you know, this is more of just a FWB thing, not a, you know, we're going to be together forever thing. And and that caused a whole plethora of issues. And I almost got into a fist fight with somebody one time because they were friends with, and I'm like, I my intention is not to just go around, but I'm like, but at the same time, I thought I was pretty clear, but the fact that I did not want a relationship. So I am sorry. And so we worked it out, but it was just like, I obviously was not clear enough, but my, what I, what my intents were. So, and then that can also lead to an entire, from, from the male perspective, it's, 
that's the one thing you guys got on us. It's pretty goddamn easy is you can claim rape and it's, we have to prove, Oh no, 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 no. Mm. She jumped on me <laughs> because whereas if a dude claims rape, it's like, <laughs> you pussy. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and yeah. It's sad. And I totally believe, I totally agree that there's a huge double standard, but I'll also say that that's based on oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. centuries and yep. millennia yep. of having the, uh, having the upper hand for the Oh, men, I agree. Men. No, I, I agree. But it's, but it's one of those things that that's the other thing that he had, because that was one of the cards that this crazy chick that I was with she played one time she initiated she did most of the work yeah yeah and then at one point i don't know the word no did come out of her mouth but it wasn't like i was actively doing anything mm-hmm. and then she claimed that she was like i claim that i raped you you raped me and she but, but that's how she phrased it i could claim that you did this and i'm like you could she's like that would really fuck your life up i'm like it, it would, would. So what do you need? Are you like wanting a new car? Or what, what, you know? And and I don't want to make light of the situation, but it was like one of those things. Like I I was watching literally. I was watching the movie. Your hand went down my pants, and you said, "Let's do this." And I said, "Oh, I'm a horny teenager." I'm like, "Yeah, let's okay." And then all of a sudden, like afterwards, you're like, oh, "I really didn't want to do that." And I could say that. I said, and it was just like this whole thing. And like she had this whole story. Like I'm like, and, I'm, and that was at that point I realized this chick needed to go because if you're crafting ways that you can entrap me exactly and <laughs> but that's another point of education for right. young girls like or girl, women in general is don't don't do something you're unsure of yeah and education and for use, the men is make you, sure to yeah. check in yeah. are you sure you want to do this don't take the and i know it's difficult especially when that whole lust thing's going on but you should be checking in you should be saying is this what you're wanting? Even you can say that romantically. You don't oh, yeah. have to like stop everything. I need to make sure you're still okay when you're right. consensually giving me consent to give you, you know, the D, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, but that's all. I ask a lot of questions when we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're quite inquisitive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason for that. Are we still good? Are you doing okay? Is this, you know, and it's partially because of, you know, the whole want to make sure that you're getting your fulfillment, but it's also because of that ingrained in, I'm going to make goddamn sure, but this is okay. I know, seven years, and you still make sure that I sign the consent form every damn time. As I should. <laughs> <laughs> that that was one of those things that really, that messed in my head for quite some time. I'm like, I'm just thinking of the ramifications of all of this. There wasn't a, like you said, there wasn't a witness to be found. And the first, and, do you remember the first time for us? Uh-huh. And you were like, Are, I, I really wasn't expecting this. Are you sure you want to do this? Right. You said this like four or five times. Yes. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> now you understand more as to why. <laughs> uh, because I, I, I ran through that whole scenario in my head. I'm like, I'm at her house. Her dad hates me. She can run up there and claim that I did these things that I didn't actually do, but she can say that I did them. He'd believe her. He'd whip my ass. He'd claim it was because of this. I'd be the, as I said in my entire fucking life, down the toilet. Whoa. And that was that like that, that aha moment for me. Like, I am going to be far more careful where I'm sticking this. <laughs> Not that I was, you know, I was just swinging it around or whoever, but it was just one of those things that like, this is, this could, I mean, that, that was when the weight of everything, it was that and the pregnancy scare that were like the two weights. Like, this is why you have to make sure that like you're like the the dies are dotted and the T's are crossed and there's a consent form and can you please leave a thumbprint and sign it in blood and, and everything else you know damn you want to have a prenup before you hump my dick just you know <laughs> but it's just one of those things that you know from that that men's perspective I was like Jesus and that was you know 
that was bad. But like you said, I, I, Tempe can't grow up thinking that it's okay to use that as a as a threat because mm-hmm. that's not cool. You don't. It's that's not. not yeah, it's really not. And that was like I said. That was the, that was all the beginning of the end for that whole relationship. Um, yeah. So. So this turned out to be the sex episode. Well, it, yeah, but I mean, it's one. It, it no, is. it's fine. I yeah. I could talk about it forever. Yeah. So it's just. It's scary raising kids when this starts to become the next possible step in life as far as, because it's just one of those things that you're still like, I'm still on the hook until he's 18 as far as, you know, from a legal standpoint. So you, (laughs) it's just, it's, I want them to be responsible both for their own safety and protection from both an emotional and physical standpoint, but also from the legal standpoint of the ramifications of what something like that going sour or whatever can do for the rest of their life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it got kind of heavy there, I'm sure, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a legitimate, and, and that's the part that's always confused me about the whole, that we can't, we're just going to preach abstinence or we're just not going to talk about it. I get, I get the compulsion to well, preach abstinence. There's nothing wrong with talking about abstinence. There's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, look, you know, but from, Acting from like it's gonna like the only every, way. and every person's gonna be like totally down with that right. whole abstinence right. thing is ridiculous. No, but it, but I but I also I want to make sure that when you talk when, when we talk to the kids about these things, I think that it's also very responsible to make sure that you don't swing away from that just because you you know the whole that's religious true because i have a tendency to be like throw that out the window because right. it's not going to happen but it's, to be honest it does it, still happen and right. there are people that make that choice and that's still an okay choice and the choice yeah and that's the whole thing is if you choose it you just don't want to do it right now for whatever reason then you know yeah you might get and you're or you might you're, you can possibly get harangued for it or people are going to harass you about it whatever but that is your choice to make it is your body you do what you want when you want when you are ready and as long as you have the the information at hand Bada bing, bada boom, and I think that so that's, that's the thing is that there's there's too much abstinence only education right now, but there's also a lot of people that you know because they want to swing away from that they want to go like well, we can't t- talk abstinence at all we have to talk safe sex and it's like well no it really needs to be a twofold equation there because safe sex only comes into play if they choose to have the sex mm-hmm. and yes there is the assumption that all teenagers are going to have the sex but really is that honestly going to be an option for every person out there and there's a lot of people that i've talked to they're like they didn't have it to like way later on in life which is totally fine um so it really needs to be a, a, a double-edged sword of you know honestly if you want to be a super easy as far as never having to be concerned about any of these problems whatsoever grab a tube sock get some lube go to town stay away from that until you're you know down the road totally fine but you know if you're going to do this here's where you can get condoms, here's how you can do this, here's where we can get help for this, let's get you a checkup, let's do your blood work, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's make sure that this is being done correctly so that you can at least be secure in your decision. Yep. Whichever the decision is. I mean, that's, that, that is, that's, that's the ultimate goal is that you make this decision, you're secure in it. And also, you know, with having the multiple multitude of ages here in the household, I want them to be more aware of what is and is not appropriate talk in front of their younger siblings, which doesn't happen at his mom's house, which is why I've had to correct some of the incorrect, you know, knowledge that he's had as far as what certain things are. It's like, well, yeah. So he's got a very dry stuff. No, No. it's just all the same stuff though. Like, like 
you know, to have sex, basically in, in his older brother's viewpoint, to have sex with the girls, to bend their girl over doggy style, get after it till you do your thing and then move on. I'm like, okay, well, that's one of many, many, many positions you can do it in. Um, but there's also... And that attitude is probably the least popular among the female set. Right. So... And it's also... Yeah. 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 So... <laughs> like, if you're really interested in... But in- I shouldn't have had to have that corrective behavior no. at age 10. No. But, yeah. So, there's that. And I had that little talk with my ex. Like, hey, you know... First off, your kid does not have a clear definition as to what this is. Secondly, he needs to keep his goddamn mouth shut in front of the younger siblings. Period. In the statement. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, if he's doing these things, okay. He should be talking to you about them or to whoever, his dad, and, you know, blah, 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 and not just doing this whole thing, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. Kids, they're get they look younger every day. Did you just try to do like a cheap Matthew McConaughey thing that didn't like pan no. out? Okay. I'm stretching. Okay. No, just the way you said there. Oh, so no, I, like, just, I was just meaning like. They keep getting younger <laughs> and I'm staying the same age. I'm like, that was Ew. a really creepy statement to make at the end of that <laughs> no. conversation. No, what I the fuck? To, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking like, do I need to reevaluate this one? <laughs> when I was 15, no, I, I felt like I was like too young. super mature and oh, yeah, way yeah. older right. than like. And now I look at a 15-year-old, I'm like, oh my god, something li- looks like that is having sex? Or acts like that. Or, yeah. yeah. has that mentality, yeah. And I don't mean, like, looks, but you get what I mean. Like, they're just, like, little the, babies. babies. They yeah. look like little babies. Yeah. And I know that they're going home and sticking it to each other, and it's like, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the other thing, too, is that also the understanding of if you choose to do this in my house... And let's say it's Ezra, and let's say he's into girls, which we know he is, at least up until this at point. At this point. Um, and her dad does not find that too yeah. appealing. That puts you and I in a whole other ball of worm or bucket of worms, or whatever you want to say. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a whole other ball of wax. That's a whole other ball game. That's just a whole other. Like, that's, that's 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 yeah. That's like some next level fuck me over shit. I mean, that's like oh god. Well, so, and that's something we're gonna have to really probably deal with the consequences on is the fact that this is not a popular viewpoint, no, right? And that there's another person involved in this exchange. Right. So, um. But that's one of the things I'm going to say is I, I, I'm going to just straight up look at the chick and be like, hey, so I'm going to call your parents and let them know that we're talking about possibly having this thing go down. I want to see how your dad feels about this. And you're panicking. I probably So you probably aren't ready for this yet. You see how she's not ready for this yet because she's like freaking the fuck out here, yeah. dude? You might not want to well, be sticking that. Well, and that's that. the, first, the first step to being ready. You have to be able to talk to people about right, this. Right, right. You, you can't just... So... You, if you're not mature enough to talk about sex openly, right? Then you're not ready, mature enough to have sex. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a pretty good measuring stick for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Who? What stick are we measuring here? <laughs> I, I gotta bring the funny ones in a while. Come on. <laughs> so. Uh, so, oh yeah, I think we've pretty much um, yeah, beat yeah. that to death. <laughs> much like a teenage boy in his bedroom. <laughs> <Hi-oh>. <laughs> uh, so, um, anything else you want to add before we wrap up the show? Uh, no. 
I okay. don't think so. I think I'm good. All right. Well, as as always, uh, if you want to find us online, it's www.badparentingpodcast.com. If you want to send us an email, it's grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. If you want to send a voicemail like our lovely listener and your brother Jake did, uh, you can call us at 503-609-0375, or you can use the voice recording app on your phone and just email it to us. You um, called him lovely. I did. <laughs> His lovely lady lumps. You know, what's he going to do with all, you know? <laughs> um <laughs> And then uh, it, you told me it threw me off track there. Oh, Sorry. social media, Facebook, t- Instagram, Twitter. You know, search for us. We're there. Um, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, soon to be Google Play. Uh, if you would like, be so kind as to maybe leave us a review or a rating, that would be pretty awesome. Um, thanks for everybody who's who's contacted me and uh, contacted us and given us the feedback on last week's episode. I really do appreciate hearing from everybody. And He's was, been giddy all week. He's like, "Tell me, Joe said something." Well, no, because I because he was Justin was super concerned. Like, am yeah. I going to do good? Is it going to be okay? And I was super happy to hear that. You know, because I thought it was like some. Basically, I felt like almost like I felt that movie Step Brothers level. Like he and I were having this awesome time. It was like this really awesome idea, but I didn't like want it just to be the two of us. Like we're gonna build bunkheads and we're gonna have so much more room for all our activities and have like totally awesome. Everybody else looking at us like, what the fuck is this going on? So the fact that it came off okay for like everybody involved <laughs> was you know nice to see that. So um, yeah, so yes, thank I'm you. I'm glad other people. Yes. felt the vibe between you two too because <laughs> i was sitting here giving looks to karen like should we just let them go at it at this point like <laughs> joking yes, i know so um yeah so i said thank you for reaching out giving us the feedback we always love to hear from our listeners um and uh you know facebook page if you search for us on there give us a like you know we've been steadily creeping up in our numbers there as well too and it's not a numbers game for us but it's nice to get, to start finding out more because i see the numbers of the, of the number of downloads we have and it's nice to see like who's listening where are they at yada 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 so yep. all in all just a. Uh, what? For a while there, we were doing like a podcast recommendation thing, right. and then we stopped. We did. Was that on purpose? No. Like, did um, you run out of ideas? It's one of those things that I think what we're going to have to start doing with that is like when we start a segment like that of some sort, one of us has to like be responsible for remembering to do it every week. Okay. And it can't always be me because well, I, I do I do so many other things with all this between. <laughs> oh yeah, no no no. I'm like, just saying with like remembering the editing and all that stuff. It's just there's yeah. I'm not saying that you're any less busy than I am. I'm just saying you're the brains of this operation. I just sit here and talk. Yeah, but every once in a while my brains like stop working. So, do you have a podcast you'd like to recommend? I I could think of one if we were think doing of that. One. Okay, well then let's 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 put it on the we'll put a pin in it and we'll do it next week. Okay. Just tell me remember the, the, the pins there and that we're going to actually do that. Got it. Okay. So, yes, we'll try to remember, po- right, we'll try to remember uh, the lovely podcast, cor- what do we have, podcast corner? Podcast I don't remember what you called it. Premiere podcast. Did it have a thing? I Maybe. maybe it didn't not. have a name. It was just a thing. Yeah, perhaps it didn't. I do actually have confirmation that we have people working on our sounders. Yay. On our what? We needed a sound bite for the ranty time thing. We needed like some pre-recorded ending for like the contact information. And I've got two different people that have well, one person I coerced, and the other person volunteered. <laughs> so that's being worked awesome. on. Awesome, I like coercion. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Yeah, so it was it's there. So we'll have some new content that way. Cool. And overall, 
Justin and I are working on something for our listeners, so there should be some more golden content from the both of us soon enough. So keep an eye out and keep peeled for that. That's called a teaser, babe. We're going to tease something that's coming up in the future. I'm familiar with the concept of a tease. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. (laughs) What are you trying to say? You call me out in my lack of delivery? <laughs> I always deliver. <laughs> Just not always in the time frame you like, but I always deliver. <laughs> Awkward silence there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault your fault you're not ready for the payload yet. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right, this got gross. Good night. Uh. <laughs> I love how easy it is, and you go, eh. <laughs> Sex just sounds weird now. <laughs> you took something so beautiful and you ruined it. But it's really not. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> you think about the overall act of sex. There's no beauty there. It feels really fucking good, but. <laughs> Why do you think I closed my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I always apologize for sweating on you? No. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be over now it's getting way too personal on on that note (laughs) until next time try not to be shitty parents bye thank you for tuning in to another edition of the bad parenting podcast a conversational show about all aspects of parenting the good the bad and the smelly it's out there now Here it goes.